0: Pop Punk and Pizza Podcast is presented by Pop Punk Takeout, which is a monthly subscription box. It's filled with merchandise from pop punk artists from all over the world. You can sign up at poppunktakeout.com. Follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Pop Punk Takeout.
1: Pop punk pizza with Jacques L'Amour.
0: Hello and welcome to Pop Punk and Pizza. I'm, of course, Jacques L'Amour. And uh, if you're watching the live stream version of this right now, I apologize that we're 10 minutes late. But alas, we had some uh, a little bit of technical difficulties, but we got things worked out, um, which is is always a great thing. Right. So I hope you've been having a great week. It's the last week of July, which I cannot believe. It makes me sad because I am such a summer boy. but. you know, all good things are coming to an end, right? We still got a month, uh, got about a month left. Uh, but anyway, so our guests on today's episode uh, consists of Cleveland Avenue, who's going to be joining us later on, about uh, mid-show, uh, out of Chicago. Uh, which I'm not too far from Chicago. I live about uh, 50 miles south. And I usually, I I used to have a lot more Chicago bands on the podcast, and I haven't as of recent. So I'm happy to be welcoming a band back from the scene that I'm near back onto the podcast in a little bit. Cleveland Avenue has a a brand new EP coming out called uh, The Things Better Left Unsaid. It's actually dropping this Friday, July 30th. So we're going to be talking about that. Uh, But before we get to them, uh, the guests I'd like to introduce to you are Good Terms, and they put out a new album this year in April called Turning Point. And in fact, uh, we we played one of the singles from that album on the show. I want to say it was a month or two ago but uh anyway we're going to welcome uh brian ivan zach and uh g-bones onto the podcast
2: that's me that's me buddy g-bones with a z that's i love
0: i love how it's i love how it's you know brian ivan zach and then g-bones it's that's right
2: i uh you know i don't subscribe to any type of i don't know group activities i have to be by myself as i am the bass player the most subdued i have to set myself apart and that's why you see the z and g-bones
0: you know it's so funny because literally you would think the way you you have the way I just introduced you, you would think you're actually the front person of the band, like you know. The G-mo. wheels are
2: in motion. The wheels are in motion to kind of kick <laughs> Brian out. Um, wow. My,
3: my favorite band is Fall Out Boy, so I'm I'm fine with this. This is how. Okay. I, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, it, that's the dynamic. <laughs> but it's also it's, it's funny because we're actually we're actually not at home right now. But this is how it usually is because the three of us. Live, I'm, I, Ivan and I are roommates, and Zach lives across the driveway, and so we're okay. we're like a nucleus all the time. And then Geo lives way out, twenty minutes away in Highland Park, and so, and so
4: it's way often out.
3: it's often like the three of us showing G bones or stuff, being like, hey, "Man, you think it's good? Like, what do you think?"
2: So, <laughs> and the answer is no. It's always no. It's this,
5: and yeah, and Gio's always crushing. I love, I love how hard the G-Bones name has stuck around. That G and I went to college together, and that was just from this random dude that would pass by in the dorm hallway and just be like, is a G-Bones? Like a guy that we oh barely knew. We later knew him, but he just, like, upon meeting him was like, your name starts with a G? I guess you're G-Bones to me now and forever.
3: G-Bones is, is fantastic. Yeah. I guess, wait, just, did he not know that Botello was his last
5: name? Uh, uh, GB? I, I don't know. He just I just think he just went for That's it. That's killer. I love that
0: so yeah. so it's just like some guy randomly said hey g-bones like um you know it really it it stuck with me
2: because i'm usually the nickname giver i feel uh okay and then i met this guy and i remember i, I, I let's say his name was jimmy it definitely wasn't but it was like hi i'm jimmy G- jimmy and then it was like oh hi i'm geo and he goes g-bones and i was like
4: yeah, man. Yeah. Like, yeah.
2: like, further condensed my already a nickname into a crazier nickname. And then here we are. I
0: mean, like 10 years later. So, I mean, it sounds like you got street cred, you know, with G-Bones. I mean.
2: You just got to lean into it. I leaned into
4: it. Here we are.
2: You know? And I'm trying out this like prepubescent mustache, too. And I think that really helps. Like seeing me with G-Bones makes me feel a lot better. Like it makes me feel like things...
0: Things are going my way. Finally. I'm oh my really... gosh. So when, when, uh, when G bone, when you first hear G bones, what's like the first thing that comes into your mind about G bones? Cause like, it doesn't ne- necessarily have to be the person G bones. Like, sure. what do you pick? Like, what do you picture? Like, I, cause like the first thing that comes to my mind is like some dude being like, well, dude, you should hit up G Bones. Like sure. he's got, he's got the hookup. You know, <laughs> he's got the plug. Yeah, he has got my the plug. plug. <laughs> yeah, you know, like whatever and whatever that may be. That could be so many different things. Like,
3: and I feel like um, you, you hear that and you're just like, who the fuck is G Bones? Like,
5: do I want to meet some dude that's called G Bones? I feel like. Don't. I feel, maybe it's just cuz is an excellent producer but I feel like it's it's one of those like douchey producer names that you like give yourself that like people don't actually call you it's like it's like yo what's up man I'm Bones and it's like yeah Gio. Gio has like a it's okay, okay. it's G Bones
3: on the track he has like a little tag that he puts on his phone. Yeah like, yeah that's your
0: producer there you go.
4: yeah for sure uh,
3: <laughs> like Mario Kart
2: I yeah. think I think that um <laughs> listen Jacques. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to figure it out, too. And everyone's on this ride with me. I do think if I do think G-Bones, uh, it could be like the name of a vegan food truck. There's something there like, have you, oh, have you tried G-Bones? And it's, and it's yes. like an $18 slab of seitan that's just been fried and they're calling it chicken. <laughs> you know, yes, dude. Yeah. I think I think that's I, that's certainly not where I'm going. Um, but, but, uh, I don't know. G-Bones is, is nebulous. It's, it's ambiguous. It's anything that I can be and will be. And I appreciate... I appreciate seven minutes and 54 seconds into this. (laughs) We've, we've spent, we spent all that time talking about already
0: talking about your name. I mean, why, why not? I, well, like I said, you make yourself stick out just because it's like, I'm literally introducing, you know, Brian, Ivan and Zach, which are all, you know, fairly normal names. And all of a sudden there's G bone. So, you know, it requires at least eight minutes to talk about, you know, listen,
2: I agree. And, and, uh, I feel akin to you, uh, because of that. So, uh,
5: most of the time, Geo just stands and, you know, sits in the back kind of subdued and he's like, I'll let these guys talk about all their lyrics and their feelings. So it's good. He needs, this is the pop he deserves right now. Just about as like quasi fake nickname. G-Bones and, and,
2: and, and for the rest of this, I
0: will be.
5: <laughs>
2: so Please continue.
0: Um, so, you know, <laughs> yeah, we should probably get into why you're really here, which is about, uh, you know, your latest record, Turning Point, which is amazing, by the way. I really enjoyed the the different sounds, you know, because there, there was one point I was listening to the record today, and I'm pulling up the track listing now because I can't remember which song it was. Um, but, like, the beginning of it, I thought I was listening to, like, all of a sudden, I thought I was listening to like Bad Religion or something like that. You know, um, it was like this fast paced, uh, you know, punk beat. And then all of a sudden, like in the middle of the song, there was screaming too. And I'm like, oh, this is cool. Because cause the rest of the record is is uh, before that was not like that. You know, it's. Um, yeah. It, you know, it kind of it, it starts off um, like a, you know, pop rock, uh, pop punk influenced, emo influenced record with all I can. And you're like, OK, I'm digging this. But I loved the you know, the, the surprises that come with because, you know, that first song is always like gives the first song of a record usually gives a, a listener like of an impression of of what they can expect from the rest of the record. And I love to be surprised. Um from that first song from the track and, and going into the rest of the record, because, you know, like you, there's always the safe assumption to assume, okay, most of the record is probably going to sound like this first song. And when it doesn't, it's, it's, it's cool. Like I, I love the unexpected things in there. So yeah. um, that's, that's what I enjoy at least as a listener.
5: Thank you. Yeah. I mean, we, I don't know that... If we were to do the track listening over again, I mean, I, I agree with you. I feel like I always... Changed it. I, I don't think I would have changed it either, but I think we, we definitely were thinking, like, all right, what's... I probably, I don't know. It's I like the way it is, but I might have put light at the end first. I feel like that maybe is like, this is kind of like a preview of what's to come. But I don't know. We all just like... I like not giving the plot away in the trailer, though. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's definitely... Yeah, that's like the explosions and then... Mm-hmm. You're just like okay, something's happening here, and then then you get into the beat of it. Exactly. Plus, I, I think it, when we started making the songs,
3: uh, we I didn't scream. That's true. Yeah, okay. and, and, and all I can was the very first song we did. Those are actually my demo vocals on it. Zach was like, "Yo, can you sing this demo song for me?" And I did it, and he was just like, "Oh, well, let's just start a band." Yeah, uh, but so <laughs> I, I didn't I didn't scream, true. and it wasn't until a little bit into the into making it that that Zach was was, was yelling and hollering in the booth. And I was like, I want to try doing that. And <laughs> yeah, then we, it was like, oh, <laughs> shit, let's fucking go. And then we had to write all these songs with screaming in it. So that's so, why it's so all over the place is because
5: we really did learn about ourselves when we were doing it. Yeah, it kind of all happened in real time.
0: So when you're talking about Zach, are are you talking about Zach and the band or Zach? Because Zach is the name of the yep. producer too, right? Or, that's also oh, me. Zach is oh, the that's also Zach's you. Okay. In the the
1: band, Zach was produced and G-Bone's mixed it.
0: Okay, that's awesome. See, I wasn't sure if they, you know, the that Zach was one in the same with the band or not. Oh yeah, possibly. Um But uh, it, w- what what brought about the idea of screaming? Did you feel there was something missing, and you're like, well, let's give it a try? Like, I
3: mean, just like, like fucking under oath bands
5: yeah. and bands scream,
3: and it, it was just like when you first talked to me about a band yeah. that we could do together. Yeah, we talked about like, the second vocalist, and I think we more meant, like, a, like Taking Back Sunday. Yeah. And, which was always Geo. Right, which is always which is, Geo is, is kind of currently do. Um And it just kind of transformed as we were trying out different ideas.
5: Yeah, I think, I mean, we, so the band kind of formed as, like, uh, I don't know, kind of just like a demo beat like I don't know it started from me originally and like every all these guys are just all my best friends and you know we've made music together in a bunch of other ways and you know throughout our lives and this was kind of like me wanting to make I don't know more or less work tour music of sorts and I wasn't exactly sure like what that was so like the first one I made was Wither Away and then I, All I Can was in the mix there too and there's, there's a couple other ones that didn't end up making the album but it just kind of all started as demos and a lot of them didn't have vocals or I had like kind of co-written with some like a lot of them I co-wrote with Ivan or co-wrote with Geo. just kind of being like I know that we you know both love this music together like let's just make a thing that we think is sick and it's kind of undefined by a direction or something I feel like if you go into something being like no it needs to be like xyz thing like I you know I've, I produce somebody that's like oh yeah we can't have double bass it's like Why not? Like, I mean, if it's it's because you think double bass sucks, then that's a different story. Like, that's, like, your artistic expression. That's a different thing. But it's like, oh, yeah, we don't want to be a band with double bass. It's like, why not, dude? A band is just whatever the fuck you like, and you just make it. And fortunately, like, I have, you know, these, like, amazing collaborators with me in this band where we all have that same mentality of just, like, is it sick? Does it make us feel something? And does it just like make us excited and stoked about making music and like that's the root of course like we love playing distorted guitar and we love like loud drums and that's primarily what this project is for at least like you know the nucleus there will be other things that like branch off that but yeah i don't know we we kind of just honestly if i knew brian could scream which he couldn't at the time he didn't know how to i would have been like oh we're doing this right off the bat but we threw in i like i don't know how to do it and i just i mostly list i would say 70 percent of the music i listen to is like screaming music um and which is not exactly what we make but i don't know we uh i was like let me just i don't know how to do this but i'm just gonna go like yell incorrectly in the booth and let's just see if, if we like that idea And that was i think maybe on hamster wheel or sand- sandcastle Oh yeah, well, yeah, it was on Sandy House. I, I was
0: gonna listening. say, I I thought it was the, the third song into the record is when you first hear then, right. Yeah, that's yeah. That that's the third the song. Oh light at the end, I'm sorry. Um,
5: the, the three choruses song. break into Yeah, it, it was first. it was more like let's I was like I feel like this this la- the last chorus didn't feel like it elevated very much. We we're like, let's like toss something in, maybe like some yells or something. Because I knew Geo could like Geo has an amazing like kind of like hardcore yell, but I was like, Oh, I'll do like a mock of something that Gio would eventually do. We were, and is more kind of like incorrect screaming and you're we like, Oh, this is cool. Brian then imme- Brian's just a fucking amazing just like I just couldn't resist. Which I think is all, a lot of other fun parts. Because
3: I couldn't resist that. I, I you know, there's all sorts of other scream moments in the record, but yeah. then like there's the silly like Van Halen solo licks in Light like, the Ends that like yes. couldn't resist doing. There's yeah. the like all of all of the crazy sounds and useless things, which is the like ballad at the end. That's all Geo. That's all G Bones. Uh, signature production. Yeah. I couldn't resist doing that shit. And, and that's the stuff that we've been most drawn to.
0: Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
5: No, no, uh, I had nothing
0: to add. Go <laughs> oh, I was just gonna say uh, the the uh, you, the Van Halen esque licks you were just talking about. Uh, that was another like pleasant surprise. I wasn't expecting because you don't hear Did that, you know, like you don't usually hear <laughs> that in, in in pop rock, uh, so, you know, pop punk or emo, you know. So that was. So we we had like awesome. written
3: we'd written the whole record, and we had said, or we would written en- enough songs and we were like, "Yo, let's finish this record. Like, we're gonna stop writing songs." And of course, like three days later, Zach calls up and he's like, hey, so I wrote an entire other song and I think it's, you should come listen to it. And it was late at the end. And he was like, yeah, we didn't have any guitar solos. We didn't have any tempo changes. I just thought I'd fix that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so the guitar solos are these like freaking 80-bit like, blues licks with a blues note in them and stuff. Yeah. i like.
5: What? Yeah, I feel like the vibe with all of our stuff, like, of course, I want to make things that are serious and are, like, you know, meaningful to me, but also, like, just when you're, like, making music and you're playing guitar, you're programming drums or whatever, like, if it makes you laugh, like, you just got to chase that feeling. (laughs) Like, and not laugh in, like, a jokey way, but, like, when some, you know, like, that feeling when something is so heavy that you just laugh, it's, like, the only reaction you can really do it's like
3: when yeah. they land a stunt in fast and furious
0: what a comparison what uh, a comparison oh my yeah, god i'm
3: very in tune with that franchise right now <laughs> are
0: you are you a fan of like literally all the movies like i i still can't believe they made another I, we, one i i have i have a strong opinion <laughs> yeah uh, So what's what's that strong opinion? Let's hear it.
2: Okay. Granted, has opinions on Fast and Furious. Granted, first of all, me and the three of these guys. Also, how cute does Ivan look in that shirt? I just want to point
0: out, dude, truly unbelievable. You do look very cute in Very cute. I like it's Yeah, the nice thick head of hair. Yeah. yeah,
4: it's it's
0: long
3: um, one today. Nothing I can do about it.
0: So, with that
2: being said, cuteness aside, um, I have very few um, uh, differences in opinion with these three. Um, but uh, when it comes to movies uh it's not great we don't get along but i will say i i love i love the fast and furious franchise especially the first one second one third one i will say i have a blind spot from like five to seven but hobbs and shaw is not good oh. hobbs, hobbs and shaw shouldn't sure. be watched shouldn't have yes. been made and fast nine also not good
5: I also agree.
2: Also not good. And like, uh, it's entertaining, but only by a little bit. Like we don't, we didn't need to send Tyrese to space. Like we did not need to do that. (laughs) It's it's so
0: random.
3: It's I think like an, it's fantastic. It's like an ACDC record with power creep. It's
2: not. It's not. It's literally not. It's not good. It's not based in any type of world. It's not good. Just
3: in a window.
2: That be- That being said, go watch it. Definitely go
1: watch it. <laughs> uh, I fully stand by it in like the most like my entire heart is behind that franchise. Sure. I think it ages. Besides, like literally, the first movie, there's a couple spots that are like, "Yikes!" All right, whatever. But the whole point of the entire series is like family. The family you choose—that's important. And like, just like good, wholesome shit without being like, without pushing any
3: actual like agenda on you. Just like it's just like no one gets left behind without pushing agenda.
5: This is a giant Olive Garden
0: commercial. That's amazing. <laughs> a giant Olive I'm, Garden commercial. What, what? I
5: feel like. Oh no! Go ahead. Go ahead.
0: No, I was just gonna say that's a, yet again <laughs> quite a comparison. Uh. We're, to we're like writers. That. You know, yeah, <laughs> obviously, obviously, yeah, you know, if, the, um, if, if good terms doesn't work out, you could do a, a killer campaign ad for somebody, you know, I mean,
3: as long as it's only Fast and Furious,
0: as long like, right, I by, mean, probably
3: by then it'd be like Fast and Furious
4: 17,
0: yeah, I was gonna, like I was just gonna say that, yeah, my God, um, <laughs> So I, I, the only Fast and the Furious movie I have seen is Tokyo Drift. That's the only oh, one I've seen. Well, I'm sorry to disappoint you. Tokyo Drift
2: is great. I've it's never a seen great. That. Oh, okay. It's a great film. It's great. i keep it at that. Only go backwards. Go. <laughs>
4: oh no.
2: <laughs> go. Hey. hey
4: watch too watch. fast.
2: Too fast. Too furious with Luna. With That's ludicrous. Absolutely. Truly unbelievable. And then you go back one more. Number one is great. Do
5: you just hate Vin Diesel?
2: I aspire to be Vin Diesel. I love okay. Vin Diesel. I
5: was going to say, you're there working on your break. Right. If I, if I can uh, be the realist here, because I'm somewhere in between the two of these.
2: Oh, yeah.
5: You be the realist, Zach. <laughs> you're yeah. the realist here. Yeah. Yes, I am. Uh, dude, four through six. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> F- yes. you no, know, no, no. Five five, and four is where like, it starts to be like is like okay i wouldn't say that's good but i did like it. five and six five and six i'm like fuck that's that's good <laughs> seven seven and eight it starts to go off the rails a little bit high grid geo hobs and shaw is bad and nine is like nine is crazy we should also mention i don't know if you saw this on our instagram uh but so our like mutual best friend brian has a clothing design or a clothing company called lxix and uh he makes like tie-dye stuff and he makes these insane designs and he just made one that's just this was like a year ago, like before all the family memes. It's just Vin Diesel's face just says family at the bottom. And like all of all, our entire friend group has one. So we all went to see F9 together wearing the shirts together. So it's like 14 of us in tie, matching tie-dye shirts with Vin Diesel's face on it and family on it. It's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: I may, I may be feeling the high of that experience over the movie, yeah. but that's what I'm talking about. It's, you know, it inspires more than just what's on the screen it is ultimately all about family so i think we can all agree on that
2: I'll i'm so that. i'm so always trying to distance myself from family
5: <laughs> <laughs> so but no, it's the family you choose. That's the whole point.
2: Oh, so sorry. I'm actively trying to separate myself from the family I've chosen.
5: <laughs> As oh, I,
2: To the length of being on a separate screen from them. Yeah. So. No.
0: I was gonna. I was just gonna say. That. <laughs> Here's the thing. Just gonna say that.
3: Jock, he was in this room.
0: No. Two
3: hours ago. No. Oh. Hearsay. <laughs> he, he couldn't deal. He couldn't. That was he had to, to go home, fifteen minutes away. So uh, he could
5: just, you know, oh he's man. a busy boy. He's got stuff to do. Now he's he is. got a
0: shower. <laughs> I don't know. Well, getting back, to, <laughs> I, I <laughs> oh, guess
4: right,
5: we're banned.
0: <laughs> I Yeah, I guess you you've saved me. uh you know the trouble and telling me which fast and the furious movies to watch, which is, is really good to know. Um, you know, it sounds like I can, I can skip Hobbes and Shaw. I can, yeah, you know, completely certainly. skip That's that one. one and, and then I can just, you know, I can, I can watch the first three for sure. It sounds like, um, and then, you know, from there, it sounds like it's a little Rocky. So <laughs> according to I some, mean, uh, you know, But five, five. Just just, that's that's your take. Okay, okay, five. Okay, all right. If you like
3: Die Hard and Predator, five is right for you.
0: Oh, th- th- okay. these were our
3: talking let's- points we talked about before we came on the interview. Okay,
0: right, exactly. We had this talk. About the
4: <laughs> <laughs> they,
0: they deserve to uh, uh, share, share this on all of their social media pages now. Um, oh, yeah. So, yeah, let, let's uh, turn. So, Turning Point, uh, obviously, out now. Uh, everyone needs to go stream it, um, buy it. Because are there still physical copies available? I imagine, right?
5: There's, I think there's like, somebody just bought one a second ago. I think there's like 10, there's like 10 vinyl left. Okay. Um, and yeah, we still have a couple of wow. things of merch. We're kind of in the process of making some new merch, but yeah, definitely. If, if you're a vinyl person, we like went super crazy with the packaging of that and how uh, to definitely were like a little indulgent because we want to be. And
0: <laughs> why yeah, not? It's,
5: it's, it's very cool. It's um, the best way to listen to the record for sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. I, I would say it's my preferred yeah,
0: yeah it's the best way to listen to an album is to listen to it all the way through on vinyl i absolutely agree yeah um and uh any like upcoming shows or events or anything else coming up with the band that you want to share and, and get out there um nothing uh
5: nothing like totally solid yet we're, we're planning our first show we're working on it right now sometime in the fall that's all we really know yeah. um these guys are all actually doing some crazy shit that's not good terms related. I'm just going to brag about each of them. Ivan and Gio are going on tour with Muna. I don't know if you're familiar with them. They're like a amazing indie pop artist band. Uh, they're opening for Phoebe Bridgers, which is fucking insane. Uh, and then Brian is going on tour. He's playing guitar guitarist band Boy Hero, uh, who's also really good. They're kind of like a post-hardcore type band, and they're touring... The next, you know, so th- these guys are kind of like we have a little. We're actually that's where we're at right now. We're doing a little like good terms retreat, kind of, <laughs> kind of just vacation vibes, working sure. on some stuff, and then before everybody sure. skips town for a couple of weeks, and then yeah, we're thinking of hitting it hard again in the fall. But yeah, definitely be on the lookout for like some, especially if you're in Southern California, we'll be yeah. we'll be around. We we'll planned,
0: right? Of course, if if,
5: if 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 you know everything.
0: yeah yeah, fingers crossed on that one for sure um and then where can people find you on social
5: man uh every everywhere everywhere everywhere. Everywhere Uh, visa is accepted good good
3: terms (laughs) band baby you you pull up a website you type in good terms band into it and it'll work unless it's facebook then you gotta type in good terms 69 but because, because 168 were taken they
0: were already <laughs> taken yeah <laughs> I, I absolutely <laughs> believe you totally
3: um, all right but yeah, uh, but yeah good terms band everywhere
0: awesome um and i'd like to close out with you guys by playing uh more than i deserve if you're cool with that oh yeah wonderful yep. yeah Love cool. all right well g bones <laughs> and uh brian ivan and zach thank you guys uh good terms for being on pop punk and pizza Thank you, man. They're great. Hell yeah. Yep. Yeah. You guys have a great night. All right. You too. You too, man. <laughs> Thank you. terms more than i deserve here on pop punk and pizza podcast thank you so much uh to those guys for uh being on the show it was a lot of fun meeting them and uh, talking fast and the furious see that's the cool thing about pop punk and pizza you just never know what you're gonna end up talking about uh before we welcome uh cleveland avenue onto the podcast uh, we're supposed to be talking to uh joshua berry the lead vocalist uh just want to remind you real quick about uh pop punk uh takeout which is uh which is who we're presented by they are a monthly subscription box that's uh filled with pop punk merch from artists from all over the globe and uh they they literally take all this merch they put it in takeout boxes uh there's a pizza takeout box and then a smaller version you can buy that's a chinese takeout box and They deliver this right to your door once a month with some really cool items. There's uh, merch items from well-known bands on the scene to bands maybe you haven't heard of, but you're looking for new artists to check out, right? So this box is perfect for that. Like the box for next month in August features items from MXPX, Rivals, and so many others. So you can pre-order that box right now still. At poppunktakeout.com and make sure you follow them on uh, spot or not on Spotify. Listen to me. I'm usually talking about a band, right? Uh, you can follow them on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at takeout. So while we are waiting for uh, Joshua. Barry from Cleveland Avenue to show up. Uh, let's go ahead and play their latest single, which is If I Needed Help, I Wouldn't Call 911. It's from their upcoming EP, The Things Better Left Unsaid, which is actually coming out this Friday, July 30th.
4: I call 911, because I
0: Cleveland Avenue. If I needed help, I wouldn't call 911. That is from their upcoming EP, which is dropping this Friday, July 30th, uh, called The Things Better Left Unsaid. And joining us now on Pop Punk and Pizza is uh, their front person, which is, uh, you know, I thought it was Joshua Berry, but it says <laughs> De- DeFont. Is it DeFonte?
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, De- so Joshua's like a surname um it's like oh. uh, yeah josh is my middle name uh but a lot of like people from my family and like a lot of people are like friends and they call me josh it's like a thing that they've always done but my actual legal
0: birthright given name is uh, Defonte. defante defante i like that do you know what that means uh is there so, a meaning behind it so 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 i was born in montreal quebec
1: uh i'm, I'm from originally from canada uh, and uh, I know Defonte is like French Vietnamese. My mom's Vietnamese. My dad is uh, F, uh, black and Cuban. And like, uh, I guess like in that like realm of like nature wise, like in, in the French term, it's, it's, it's pronounced Defonte uh so like i know like it's kind of like she, she's telling me like oh like it means like truth and all this stuff like that and then my mom would always be like oh you know you're always you're, like you're always meant for bigger things so make sure you always tell the truth and never lie you
0: know <laughs> so so I, I was just like, so, I, I was like so oh. <laughs> putting you putting you up at a high standard there
1: yeah literally it's like <laughs> I, I guess I, i'm some profound profit profit meant for like
0: a <laughs> meant for a higher purpose i guess i mean you are. You're in a pop punk band. I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly. right? You're, <laughs> yeah. you're fronting a pop punk band. That is a higher purpose. You are a prophet for the people, for the kids, for the scene. Exactly. Right?
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: <laughs> so, how long were you in uh, Montreal?
1: Yeah. No. So I was born there. Uh, my uh, my family, uh, my mom, me, and my mom, we moved here. Like we moved to the states. When I was like seven, eight years old uh it's kind of weird like obviously like i'm aware of like my life there but it's like you know the, the, the that's that, that's still such an impressionable age i feel like when like you're a kid and stuff Um uh, and obviously like you know family and things like that so uh obviously i remember somewhat there but like you know i in my opinion like like the u.s is my home like i've lived here since then uh so when i tell people I'm from home unless they want to dive deeper into my life i'm like yeah I'm from the south suburbs outside of chicago Tinley park in illinois uh you know, go go Titans. So, you know, I, <laughs> and then I went to college in Illinois State or whatever. So uh, unless like, you know, unless I'm at a bar and like, you know, I'm with like some friends and they want to actually know where I'm from. I'll throw it out there and they're like what you're Canadian and all the questions goes like oh do you have dual citizenship is this and that and I'm like yes 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 so
0: oh you do um, have dual citizenship I, I
1: I, do this is like something I had to clarify with my mother actually a couple of years ago because uh when I started dating my girlfriend a couple of years ago that was what she asked me and I never thought about that I just thought as a kid I was like oh we just moved here you know like, yeah that's not something like I had to like you know worry about like as a as like you know you know a young a young lad so um, yeah, so like I, I found out that I do have dual citizenship, and uh, hopefully I can get back here soon uh, and actually go visit some of my family and like you know go more into like where I where I was born because you know like that'd be super awesome for me just to keep in touch with like you know my roots and like my ancestry and stuff and you know stay more stay more connected with my family even though obviously COVID is like prevented that like prevented that and like a such.
0: Yeah. So do, do you still have family that you regularly talk to there or just family that you think is there or, you know, what's the, the situation with family? And
1: yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, like, I mean, I, I'm aware of people on my mother's side, on my mom's side of the family. Um, I don't readily stay in contact with them as like I should or maybe that I did back in the past when I was younger. Um, I feel I feel like that's just like for everyone. Right. Like, you oh, know, yeah. More, the more older you get. The it's involved, hard. It, yeah, exactly. The more involved the life, the more involved in your life you get as you become an adult. Uh, you know, I, I I am a young adult now, and I'm starting to do more things with, like, you know, not just like you know, with my life, but you know, involved with like my partner's life and stuff like that. So you know, it's it's kind of hard to like you know stay in contact, especially like when they're not here, they're a thousand miles away. Um, but I hope to, I hope soon though, like especially like you know, uh, especially like nowadays we're like you know we went through a year of COVID where like it was hard to even see like your family, unless they were in your close bubble, like people weren't allowed to see it, like even allowed to see their family here. So uh, I think for me, like, it definitely made me feel a lot, a lot more sense of ownership with that. Uh, so I'm hoping to reconnect and actually be more involved in that, and, and be more involved in that part of my family as well. Cause especially to me, fam- family is everything. It was a big thing uh, for me. So hopefully... Uh, once things th- things settle down a lot out there, because you know COVID's been kind of bad there, especially with the Delta variant recently. Uh, hopefully, the next year or two, I can get out there and visit. Uh, maybe Cleveland Avenue will go out there and tour too. That'd be great.
0: I was gonna say for you, it'll be easy to get exactly. into Canada.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, definitely, yeah, definitely, yeah.
0: <laughs> but for, but for the other guys, it it might not be so l- easy. As as it, yeah, as long,
1: as long as they have their passports, and you know, at that yeah. point at least, hopefully. They uh, don't have their passports. They, they should be good. <laughs>
0: right. And I mean, pop punk is, is so big in Canada. Yeah. Um, there's as you know, there's so many great Canadian pop punk bands. So, I mean, that is definitely uh, a place like that. Most uh, most bands want to go to if they can, you know. Definitely, so, yeah. I love,
1: and, love the Canadian pop punk
0: scene. Yeah, and uh, and hit up the you know the right people and everything. But that's super cool though. Um, to to learn that you know you're you have the dual citizenship, you come from, um, you know, uh, Montreal. Yeah. So, um is britney edwards is saying have you heard of the town emo in canada emo is there an emo town in canada (laughs) i i I, i've never heard that yeah i i don't think i don't i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna google that right now yeah
1: you might you might have to like i know like for me personally like as i went back and learned more of like my origin and where i was from um i really like to be honest like I like I kind of just stuck into my bubble of like Montreal like like yeah. I, like 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 I'm I'm a big Canadian fan like, I love hockey I'm a big Can- okay. I'm, a, I'm a big Canadians fan uh, I was rooting for them during the Stanley Cup until we got clobbered by the Tampa Bay Lightning uh, so like uh, so like obviously like you know in that area like I feel like Montreal like obviously there's beautiful rural areas everywhere but like most most of it's just like you know it's either it's either like you know hockey or like like other stuff there's not really a lot like in the bubble of like that city even though it's a even though it it is a major uh territory in uh, Canada there's like it's not really a lot like unless you're like like especially for specifically for me I guess you'll say uh that was my bubble I didn't really like associate associate with like other stuff or at least you know I had no I had no choice, and I was I was a six seven year old kid. So, yeah, oh. right. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> so there is there is an emo Canada. it's wow. a, it's a township in Ontario. Okay, it's super super small. There's only like thirteen hundred people that live there. <laughs>
1: yeah, of, of, of course, of course, to be in Ontario.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. And I guess it's it's like directly north of Minnesota, um, so it's looking at i'm looking at the map right now and yeah it's not i'm trying to see how close it is to the border um of canada i'm oh yeah it's not that far at all it's like kind of on it's kind of on the border actually oh wow of of uh canada and the united states uh by by minnesota of course that's so funny oh yeah. gosh gosh that's that's great
1: <laughs> ha, 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 having a good old, having have good old geography lesson awesome.
0: yeah dude <laughs> someone could do like a really cool event in emo ontario canada like i'm how surprised ca- it hasn't
1: i'm surprised it hasn't happened yet
0: right they could put they could seriously put themselves on the map and like get a bigger town of more than 1300 people like oh 100 percent that <laughs> they need okay. to do that. Yeah. Random facts of the day. Thank you, uh, Brittany Edwards, yes, for literally. that. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was awesome. Um, so let's talk about Cleveland Avenue. Um, you know, we have played Cleveland Avenues, uh, some of your songs on the podcast before. But this is the first time that we're actually uh, talking and sitting down together, which is awesome, because um, I think I think the first song we played was um Love, love is
1: yeah true, more, true love true love is not just a piece of tattoo
0: yeah which when when Big that, mouthful yeah when <laughs> when you guys pitch that song i'm like well how could i not play that on pop punk and pizza you oh, reference you reference pizza in the song title gotcha i mean the artwork itself had a slice of pizza on it so i was and and besides that it was a great song so i was i was completely sold all around um uh but then you know that that's been that's been is Two years ago, almost. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Almost, almost two years ago. Yeah. Coming up in November would be close to, yeah. Three. Yeah. Almost two years ago. It came on November, 2019. Uh, so it's
0: where that, that EP came out. And now we're, you know, we're coming up on the new EP, the things better left unsaid, which the, the, all the singles from that, we, you know, we just heard if I needed help, I wouldn't call nine one one. Um, you know, that's a great song. Um, and, you know, I I can't wait to hear the the EP in full once it drops. Um, I feel like you you know you guys are are completely independent, and you are definitely one of the the standout bands in the the pop punk scene in Chicago right now. Um, I know the uh, true love is just is more than a pizza tattoo. That EP has over uh, a million streams, doesn't it? yes
1: yes on all platforms has over a million streams so which is incredible yeah no definitely for us because like i know like specifically for us when we put that ep out like that so technically if you think about it that's ep2 for us uh because we did have a ep if you want if you call it i'll call it like a demo like a demo <laughs> session um, of songs that we did that we did put out when we first came in band back in like june of 2017. Uh, it was like like yeah, like June first, 2017, uh, that we did put out, and like you know, it was kind of just like us coming together as a band. We just all met like randomly. We wanted to just like play some songs and play like play some covers, or we like oh, let's just like write some songs. And like you know, the idea was there, and like obviously, like it worked out. Like you know, what I mean, like 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 the songs sound great, lies, but uh, we, we, we didn't put as much effort as we did into that demo EP than we did. True Love, not just Pizza Tattoo, uh, which is the reason why, like, you know, we had it up there for a little bit. We took it off because we just felt like, you know what? We want to be taking more seriously. We want to be able to be, uh, to be like, you know, as you say, like, we want to come off as one of those stronger bands. And, and this, not just the Chicago scene, but, like, you know, eventually just just in general, like, to be able to cross demographic and people to be able to actually enjoy our music. We felt that we felt that, that demo, uh, th- those demo songs didn't, like, you know, Fully express us as a band, so it was really hyped. It was really hyped to see like when Chula P- Pizza 2 came out, uh, the reception we got from it because we weren't expecting it whatsoever. We were expecting, uh, the fan base, we weren't expecting like you know the fan base to like love us so much, we weren't expecting like you know the credit and like all the cheers and praise we got from it. Uh, but but we're really happy it did because we literally worked our asses off with that. Uh, we recorded it with Roy Robley. Uh, who does excellent work with every band
0: that he works with? I'm not familiar uh, with him. I was wondering. I'm like, I wonder who these guys worked with.
1: Yeah. So Roy, Roy Robley. Uh, he like, yeah, he does great work. He's done like Belmont. He worked with Belmont. He did Overstepping. Oh, okay. He, okay. He, he he is he is the producer on all the Meet Me at the Altar tracks that come out. Uh, the, 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 that's something that a lot of people don't really. That, that obviously more people should know about them right now because you know, Meet Me at the Altar doing so well. They're, they're pretty good friends of ours. Uh, because I was with the same producer until we met them, Edith, Taya, and uh, Ada. Uh, but he re- he records and produces all their music. Uh, he does stuff with like other lo- really good locals, action adventure, uh, Detour North. Literally any band in the scene that like a start is like you know has gotten that like praise and like you know work whatever. Like I say, like at least from our point of view, like you know people that we know has worked with Roy, you know, because he he just does great work. He's really really good in this craft. Uh, he pushes you. He definitely pushes you to that next level. 'Cause like I know for my point of view, the piece of tat did not sound anything like when we brought it to Roy. Uh, (laughs) not say not saying that he changed everything a lot, but like he's the type of guy where like he'll he'll suggest something and like we won't like it it won't be a bad suggestion. Like we will 100 percent take the advice and do it because we know what's because it sounds it sounds fucking amazing. And it's like the first like it's like the first time we like he started doing that, it was kind of like, oh like is this really gonna sound right? But like when we heard it, it's like, oh my god, that sounds fucking amazing, you know? Um, I won't, I will give up too much without like, you know, going into it, but I know like one of the songs, uh, one of the, the, the songs that haven't been released on things that Bear left unsaid uh, like it's a prime example. Like it was, it was, it wasn't what it was. And then he recommended an idea and we knew it was going to be good because like, you know, he hasn't seen, seen us around yet. And next thing you know, like it sounds amazing. So um, we, we definitely all of our credit for all our success so far and what we've been able to accomplish uh, in a short time as a band, we definitely owe, uh, to Roy hundred percent.
0: Yeah. I mean, it, he really took, took you guys up to the next level definitely. Where, where you're at now. And, uh, the production's great. The, the songwriting's great. Um, your lyrics, uh, have been, I, I assume they're your lyrics anyway. yeah. your, um, yeah. <laughs> your, your, your lyric writing is getting stronger and stronger, you know, like, I mean, everyone with, um, You know, if I needed help, I wouldn't call 911. I mean, the hook in that song is so good, but also the other um, parts that go along with it uh, flow really well. You know, sometimes you feel like you listen to a song and the only thing that really stands out to you is the chorus right yeah mm-hmm. um and the, the the verses are just kind of like a filler you know they're just kind of like whatever but your verses um they they stick with you as well you know um i know one of the lines that stuck with me uh is what is it falling in love with your best friend yeah you never you never expect to fall in
1: love with your best friend
0: yeah and uh i think that is that can everyone can relate to that. I, I mean, yeah, <laughs> you know, wh- whether it was a good situation or a bad situation or a, you know, uh, in between situation. I mean, it's everyone can, everyone's been there.
1: Yeah. Most definitely. Uh, uh, and like, and, th- and that's kind of like the point I try to do, uh, with every song that like I write and like sometimes like, uh, especially with lyrics too, like, you know, I would say like 70%, maybe 75% is me, Five hundred percent, like mod. She, she'll she'll dabble in. Um, our she's our bass player, and then Adam, our drummer, he'll dabble in, and then also Kevin, and then PJ, our new, like our, our guitarist, like he'll dabble in as well. Um, like like I, I like I feel like that's just, that that, 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 that this point of view we want to get across. We want it to be relatable, you know. Uh, like music, the, the, I feel like that's the whole point of music in general. Like it, it, it's it's supposed to be relatable. And like, you're both to like, be able to feel something for it. and How do you feel something for music is when you, you know, you relate to it. So I think like, that's like my mindset when I write, I just want to, like, obviously like sometimes I use, I use writing as, as a form of expression, uh, with like anything that either I'm dealing with or going through or anything that's on my mind in general. Uh, but at the same time though, even though I'm writing for myself, and I'm still writing for myself, but I want to make sure that when the listener listens to my music or listens to anything that we do, that they can relate from it as well. And I think that's really important uh, to any band success. And obviously that the bands that are successful like that, that's the reason why they are because they've garnered, they've garnered fan bases and they've been able to connect with their fans on that level because they a hundred percent can take anything from their music and be like, you know what? I totally fucking get that.
0: You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. And that's, you, you, nailed it um with with the latest single i feel like more so than any of the other uh previous singles that you've put out you definitely captured that relatable feeling we've all fallen in love with our best friend at one point or another or a friend at least and it either went well or it didn't go well you know you either got your heart broken or maybe you ended up you know getting married i don't know i mean yeah it happens um but the the title though if i needed help i wouldn't call nine one one. that lends itself to so many different things so for you what is what is that referring to what is that that meaning
1: yeah definitely um i think uh so like obviously like you know it's obviously a big mantra in pop talk just to like you know have a title based off of like nothing that like obviously it relates to uh, but i felt per- i felt personally like with this obviously like that title mean nothing like it, like obviously that title has nothing to do with like the song in general i think for me like <clears throat> i think like with the platform that we have and like the steps that we were taking to get to like you know like that next level um it, it for us it was, it was just like a way to sh- just just a shine a light on some of the things going on today you know i think i think it, i think it's easy to just write a song about something, like write a song about something and just like have your lyrics in there and have people decipher it. But for us, like we want a hundred percent to like, we want our thoughts and opinions to a hundred percent being known to like whoever, like whoever, like hears our music, or see the title of that knowing where we stand. Um, obviously, uh, you know, I, I, I am a black man in America and there are some things going on, you know, in, in, in general in the world, uh, that, you know, are, are like going on with social injustice and stuff and you, you, like you know i think i feel like that's just like i, I it, it's, it's something non aggressive way that's just kind of like how like you know we've dealt with it and perceived it and how and how we feel about it and like you know we are we, we are a big proprietor of you know making sure that things in those areas of those issues be handled with in a certain way and obviously with in regards to like you know police and things like that you know it hasn't unfortunately so i think that's just like kind of you know from, from a listener's perspective i think that can be perceived multiple ways and i think you know i think that's the good thing about music like it's no like definite way there's no like definite definition of what something like means uh but for me but for me personally and obviously anyone knowing the band and knowing like you know me as a person and how and how i've been very very vocal and active um in regards to that um i i like i think i think they'll know exactly what the meaning is
0: yeah, and even the uh the title of the new EP, The Things Better Left Unsaid, it just it it kind of reminds me of the the going back to I don't know if it's you would call it a golden rule, but I'm I know we've all heard this from our mom or our grandmother or our dad or whoever uh would always say, you know, if you don't have something nice to say, don't exactly. say it at all, you know. Exactly. And there's so many um you know working in uh, for like the way i relate to the title of this ep is to um working in in media uh sometimes people just say some really nasty things about you you know um and it's not just media it's it's any job right um being in a band you know sometimes people will say some really nasty things like they'll go out of their way to say hey i think your music is absolute crap you know and it's like oh you didn't need to send me an email telling me that you know like yeah that you could have just not said anything and gone about your day you know like yeah definitely
1: <laughs> it, 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 yeah no i 100 I agree with you especially in that role of, like you have anything nice to say, like, you know, don't say it all. And I think, like, for me, too, like, with that title, like, that's just kind of, like, our band in general, you know? And, like, a lot of bands that have, like, like, I would say, like, this boom of, like, you know, bands that are affronted or have people of color in the band in general, you know, like, obviously, you know, we, we haven't had, had been, been, like, sometimes, like, you know, there's been times, like, in the scene or whatever, like, not just, like, me in a band, but just, like, you know, it looks so like they're, like, you know, no one expects, like, someone, like me to be at, like in at a rock show, which is not true at all. Like 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 music is for everyone, you know. Every like like music is an inclusive um, entity, so I feel like like anyone can have it, anyone can grab it, anyone can experience it. And I think like especially from a band standpoint, we have all these great bands that like were having the spotlight until like you know hashtag fucking color like happened, and like you know now it's like wonderful. Uh, it- it's wonderful that some of them like it's not not even like the top, not even like the top like of color band, like they're, they're becoming the top bands like they're prime examples of like you know what we have to offer when we don't have cl- we're not closed-minded and stuff and like you said before if you don't have anything nice to say like don't like don't, like don't say it because like it's just like the, the world the world isn't time for like negativity like that and i just think i just think it's like ridiculous that like some some of these things have happened um in that world and like you know the bands like action adventure like they've been there for seven years right and like you know it, it, it's hard to say but like they Part of the reason why you know they haven't been able to get a lot of the traction that they have now and that they 100 are way overdue is because you know they're a band of color and like that's just kind of like how like how things have gone and uh, it, it's great to see that it's great to see bands like them and the meet at the altar, Pinkshe, Magnolia Park, Aim High, like bands that like either have you know BPIOC or like a front man that's in that realm get that spotlight because they they 100 deserve it because not only are they you know pushing the issue, but they also make good fucking music too. (laughs) Yeah,
0: absolutely, man. (laughs) I couldn't agree with you more. And I know you, you, I, it was like maybe in the sometime in the last couple of weeks, I I saw you, I think, make a tweet about that. I, I think it was something similar along those lines, right. About, about being a a black man in a, you know, a pop punk or a rock oriented band and saying, you know, it's something about along the lines of, What's you know, kind of like what's the big deal, kind of? Yeah, thing.
1: no, yeah, I, I agree. I, I, right, yeah. like you know, like I, I told you, like I, I there was like I, there's been multiple comments made, especially on the internet, because you know people are internet warriors, and that, that, that's all they do. They sit behind their keyboards and they try to find something wrong with something. Yeah, you know, yeah, uh, yep. yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like, like it, it was it was a tweet that had in my mind, and my band, like I even asked my band about. It. I was like, hey guys, like I know like this isn't my platform; this is the band's platform, but you know, I feel really strong about this and I want to get this out. And I know people will agree with us. And like, and like, you know, like they 100% supported me and, and they, and like it got the reception it did for a reason, because it's totally true. You know, like, it, it, like, like there's like, I'm like, I'm sorry that like, I'm not like the average thing you see, like, you know, in, in the scene, you know, I, I, I'm tall, you know, like I, I am of color and like, you know, I love this music and I love, doing this music and i love writing this music and i love being on my band and stuff and people are obviously agreeing with it because like you know we're, we're, we're getting the recognition that we have um so like I'm, I'm just i'm just tired of like that i'm tired of that um that stigma and yeah. like i i had to vocalize that and you know we've we, we've gained more we've gained even more like fans in that regard because they agree with us so um and which is the reason why social media is so is so it's so great and privileged as it is now like it, it allows you to have a platform to be able to to not only communicate and like you know relate to those issues but you know get other people on your side that i'll 100% agree as well which is really really good for me to see and it gives me faith and confidence to like you know want to continue doing it because there was a time where i was like you know it do, do i i felt so bad for my band because i'm like you know what if like we can't get to that next level because of how i look you know and like just because i'm not like the i'm not the typical you know look for like a vocalist or something or like As in, like, our bass player, Ma, she's transgender, you know, like, because, like, you know, like, stuff like that. So it's just, like, um, I'm really happy that, like, not just, like, you know, Chicago, but, like, the world of, like, punk in general and, like, alternative and scene, like, that music is shifting because it's, like I said before, it should be an inclusive environment where everyone should feel welcome and no one should feel, like, outcast or, like, you know,
0: feel bad for how they look. Yes, absolutely. I could not agree with you more on that. And you guys kill it. I yeah. mean, you, you write great songs, like, and that's, at the end of the day, that's what matters, you know? Like, it, it's the, all the other stuff, it it does, it, it should not matter, you know? Um, and so... You you guys absolutely deserve all the success in the world, and honestly, like I think you look cool, man, fronting fronting <laughs> the band. I when I when I see you you know sing in the music videos and stuff, I'm like, man, like I wish I looked as cool as <laughs> as he does, like when I'm singing or whatever, you know. Like I I think I think it's a perfect fit. So oh, yeah, definitely. I, I yeah. appreciate it. I hope it's not. Yeah, you're welcome, man. Um, so. Anything else about... So, yeah, as as I mentioned a few times, uh, The Things Better Left Unsaid, new EP from Cleveland Avenue, drops this Friday, July 30th. Um, anything else you want to plug Cleveland Avenue-wise?
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, like I said, like, like you already said, point out before, The things, things Better Left Unsaid featuring the first singles we released earlier this year, plus two more singles. It uh, comes out July 30th. Uh, we released a pre-order bundle uh, that... Uh, you know, it includes a, uh, EP themed t-shirt, a couple stickers, uh, a poster, a sign poster from the band and a digital release copy of the EP. Uh, that's available on our, uh, on our, all of our socials. Uh, so if you guys just DM us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, anywhere that our socials are, uh, we, we'll, we'll handle that for you. We'll get those pre-orders out. We're doing that for a limited time only just for the EP. Uh, and, uh, yeah. And also we are playing, we're playing a show, obviously. Our first show back, thank God, in a year and a half. Yeah. Uh, We'll we'll, we'll be playing at uh, Bottom Lounge supporting Guardrail and their new release show. Yeah. Uh, It's going to be us, Guardrail, Weekend Run Club, and uh, Wolf Road. Yeah, And then uh, later this week, we're going to be announcing the final two mystery bands that are also going to be on that uh, as well. And I can definitely attest to both of those bands fucking rock. And if, if this show isn't sold out now, it will definitely be sold out when we, when we uh, announce these bands. I agree. Uh,
0: I agree. So, yeah. yeah. So it's already, about that. yeah, it's already a solid lineup just with the, the, uh, the bands that have been presented on it. And yeah. I'm sure that whoever, is is going to be announced next is just gonna add to the awesomeness of the show so
1: yeah yeah harvest i also feel like i remember it's 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 so funny like when we when we got the uh, like this like the band list for it, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my god, a, a six band bill. We're bringing six band bills back
0: now. Like, oh jeez, <laughs> yeah. You I know? thought the same thing when when it said there was like more TBA. I'm like, yeah. oh dang. But yeah, you know, I guess everyone's itching to play shows. So yeah, I'm, yeah especially you know, the
1: bomb it's... lounge. Uh, I'm, I'm, the, the thing yeah. we never played it before, so I'm really hyped. Oh, you're I'm, gonna real, love it. I yeah, mean, real... I
0: I personally have been lucky enough to play. I think I played there. <sighs> twice I think uh, maybe three times uh at least twice and it's easily one of my favorite venues ever to play in Chicago it's oh yeah it, it, it's it, a great it, venue that Bottom
1: Lounge and the Metro are like my two favorite venues to visit like to obviously go see shows then yes like, I 100% believe like once I play there like I, I mean unless, until I play the Metro I'm gonna have to compare again <laughs> but uh <laughs> I know when I play there it's my favorite, that we, favorite venue that we've played at. so I'm super excited for that uh, and then also, uh, we also announced we, we are uh, we're we're one of the guest DJs at Emo Night uh, Chicago uh, and upstairs T on August 6th. Uh, so a little pre pre little pre-sighting, uh, pre-band sighting, uh, precursors are obviously our show on the 27th. Uh, that's sold out, but there will be. I've, I've been made aware there will be a couple tickets at the door. Uh, for purchase so nice. that, that, that's also going to be really really fun
0: so I'm i think i did yeah i think i did see that as well that's badass man yeah. so good good for you guys um well uh DeFonte, uh thank you so much uh for for being on pop punk and pizza i had it was a blast finally meeting you because you know we've talked here and there on facebook yeah. and over the i don't know how long it's been year couple of years whatever it's been yep. and it's uh, great to f- to finally meet you. So, no,
1: definitely, hundred percent. Sorry for uh, the technical difficulties of the beginning, uh, dude. Don't worry <laughs> about it.
0: Don't worry about it at all. It it happens. You know, it's it's yeah. technology. It's the world we live in now. You know, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> so, exactly. So yeah, no, we're we're all uh, we're all worked out. And uh, you have a great rest of the night. Awesome. You too, Jack. Thank you so much. Yep. Thank you. Peace. All right, Defonte Barry of. uh, Cleveland Avenue let's give him another round of applause it was so great to have him on the podcast as well as a good terms earlier please support both of those bands a good terms their new album turning point is out now and as we said one last time Cleveland Avenue new EP the things better left Unsaid, out this Friday july 30th you can um, stream that wherever it is online and then if you happen to be in chicago you don't want to miss that show uh, august 27th at bottom lounge with guardrail the weekend run club and also wolf road stacked local lineup right there i'm really hoping to be at that show as well Um, just because you hear me talk about guardrail on the podcast all the time. So they're, you know, they're, they're close friends of mine. So I got to be able to support them that they're finally able to have their release show that should have happened. Like, a year ago or a year and a half ago, however long it's been now. I'm Jacques Lamour. Thank you so much for listening or watching this episode of pop punk and pizza podcast. We do uh, stream the live recordings of each episode every Wednesday night at 7 PM central time on our Facebook twitch and youtube accounts so make sure you follow those and you can watch those uh, recordings while they're happening or later on or you can just listen on your favorite podcast app a new episode drops on all podcast platforms every single thursday um you can also follow us on facebook uh, twitter and instagram at pop punk pizza pod same thing for our website pop punk pop you can buy merch there You can uh, sign up for our mailing list. You can find out how your band can sponsor an episode or your business can sponsor an episode as well. And um, also submit your music to be played on the podcast or possibly land an interview. You can uh, connect with me there or on socials, whatever is uh, easiest for you. And also big thank you to our title sponsor, Pop Punk Takeout. Make sure you go to poppunktakeout.com and you sign up for their monthly subscription service their takeout box coming up uh in august which is next week already is uh features mxpx and rivals in it and a bunch of other amazing bands as well special merch items from them they're going to deliver those directly to your door in a pizza takeout box or you can choose the chinese food takeout box regardless pop punk Takeout.com to find out more info on that. And I will talk to you next week, which uh, next week on the show, we are going to be sorry. Let me pull up the live stream schedule real quick here because I'm already brain farting on who's going to be on the show Uh, next week, August 4th. Wednesday, 7 p.m. Central Time, we're going to be talking to Velicity and um, another artist that I actually have yet to announce. So Velicity for sure. And then uh, the other artist is to be announced. And uh, if you follow us on socials, you'll find out who exactly that's going to be. So have a great rest of the night. Great rest of the day. Love you. Thank you so much for supporting Pop Punk and Pizza Podcast.
4: Hello, it's nice to meet ya Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza